Well, good morning. After I walked out, I looked up, and the sheep were calling for something. I, I don't discern that much, but uh, uh, I thought of how beautiful the place is. Uh, and I thought, you know, it's, there's, a, there's, a, there's almost a song for everything. Have I told you lately that I loved you? You know, I'm thinking about the Lord, and and, and it's so silly how. Uh, I mean, when you really get a hold of the fact that God is uh, the author and the finish, and He knows it all, and we don't, we're absolutely empty and totally dependent. And it's 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 hard because you almost need a crash helmet and be dropped out of the sky to get a hold of that. But I, I want to ask you this, have you said to God, and, and it's, a, it's kind of a dirty question, have you said, Lord, I love you? Now, before you push back too hard, I know you do love him, but I also know that generally it would be safe to say, you know, uh, when you're married, uh, Betty and I used to say, well, I love you. And she'd say more, or she'd say, I love you. And I'd say, no, I love you more. You go back and forth like a couple of idiots. And the truth of the matter is you love yourself more than anybody. You, you had a chance to say amen there. You missed it. I'm not going to give you any more <laughs> grades on that. But when we really allow God to help us take, to get through this impossible. It, it has a great deal of efficacy, power. And, and you're, how about that stroll in? Anyway, when you're um, under the scrutiny of God, um, and I, I, before we go to praise, can we, you know, I want to take, I do take a few minutes, but take a minute or two to say why. It's praise, it's not worship. A lot of people like to say, it's worship, and if I just do that, I'm okay. And that's, that's a level of immaturity. Uh, I was there, I know all about it. I spent an, an hour every morning with my three or four chords, and, Thank God I didn't have a recorder because I've listened to it later. And, you know, I'm surprised that God was such a nurturing, tender father. And he's that way with you. He will be. But, you know, we have some wonderful fathers here. And many are really coming to, to a father uh, place. But what they do is you, you change as the, the child, the boy or the girl changes. You don't, you're not, you don't you, you try to treat an 18-year-old the way you treated a six-year-old, and you're, you're in for it. Somebody say amen. You're a veteran over there. You just, you know, if you climb mountains, you can say amen once in a while. Because <laughs> you know, and I know. 
But I want to read something to you because I, I've said this, and I want to tell you that I want you to know just the blunt, ugly truth. Uh, when it talks about the Great Tribulation, the tri there is a tribulation on the earth, there's no question. But the Great Tribulation is going on inside you if you're alert to what's happening. You are in tribulation, I put it this way, the greatest tension that's going. And, and, and we're, we're among serious people this morning, and we're also among a level of people who haven't come in to a place that they know they must have this insight. I've got a lot of information, but I don't have as much inside. And, and until it is, and until the root is in us, we, we can stop. And the, I think this generation, in one sense, what's coming and what's on the earth, and I don't know, please don't say I said it, because I don't know. But what you go through, because of the impossibility that's in you, you can't do this, but you must. And because you can ask God to do that in you, and he is in you, if you can believe it. But it's the hardest thing to get across. I could say, how many of you are living and thanking God that you can live as Christ? And you know as well as I do the forgetfulness, and we've been on a whole different pathway. Anyway. Uh, oh, the, oh, the tribulation is coming. The tribulation has always been inside the man who is seeking God. And we want more from him, do we not? We, we've asked him absurd things and, you know, <laughs> you know, Job said, what is man, you know, that you judge him every minute? You know, what is he? Uh, anyway, here, here's this. This is comfort. Then they shall deliver you up to be afflicted and kill you. And you shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. And then shall many be offended and shall betray one another and shall hate one another. That's clear. And many false prophets shall arise and shall deceive many. And because iniquity shall abound, the whole aspect of love. And, and love is the, the end of the commandment. That's the end of, of all things, a love relationship. And I've told you, and I believe it, you don't love anybody that you don't know. I mean, even knowing in a, a librarian's awareness, or I read that book, you know, I, I really say I, I, I love Paul Toynier because he's, but yeah, I didn't love him. I, I was interested in him. I thought he was stimulating. But here, here's what I want you to go to praise with today, because, and please pray that, we, you'll, that you'll listen fast and we won't make a marathon of our time, because it's a nice weekend and occasionally we like to understand that we're, we're in the world, not of it, but we still would like to have uh, a breather here and there from this. 
But it says, when you shall therefore see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet, stand in the holy place, and whosoever readeth, let him understand. And I know that most of you have not, not an inkling of what that means. But we are in the holy place now. And the holy place is not clean. It, you know, though God has given us the, the imputation and given us all the fuel and some, and, and we, we are moving toward that place. But the, but the truth of the matter is the, the, <laughs> that we have been those who have been an abomination because we, we were saying, I'm God. We lived as though we were God. I have. And I think <laughs> when we, God forgives that. Isn't that something? He forgives that. I live for me, I do this for, for number one, <laughs> me, or you do, and he forgives that even. But <laughs> certainly at this point, that should diminish and we should do, we should go further. Yeah, oh gosh, I gotta do more cutting. Well, bless you, let's, let's uh, uh, go to praise, but before we do, just bow your head for a minute. Some of you, you know, it's been a, some of you had time with God today, some of you just got out of bed and barely got here like we can all do. And Father, destroy this human habituation that has nothing to do with loving you or offering ourselves. As we offer ourselves, Lord, we'd, we'd like you to meet us. We, we would like to be so touched by the heaviness of your spirit that we can't speak and we would travail for the, the self-love and the viciousness of our, our natures. But we thank you that you haven't left us that way and we can come to you. Jesus' name. Let's let's gather. There is a
major difficulties in regard to the test and where we are has to do we can't do it. And the human nature grieves over what it can't do. <laughs> because, and, and please understand, uh, there are so many talented and gifted people here who, and you can do so much. One of the things I always salute is the individuals who don't have to put themselves in the kind of conscription of living this way and do and seem to understand the, the ultimate reward of the cross. It's a cross just to be here. I mean, I don't even like the fact that you have to go around <laughs> the island. I mean, there's, there's never a time when there isn't a test. And Job says, he, he seeks us every morning and there's a constancy about his judgment. Because when you were born again, he took your other life away, in case you didn't notice. You don't have another life. Some of you need to wake up to that and we can be slow and be patient with yourself. But he owns every aspect of you. And I said this the other morning, I just want to underline it again. Uh, <laughs> I used to tell students, under, you don't have a pencil, prick your finger and underline it in blood. Uh, that was funny to kids, but uh, you know, you, when you hear somebody say it again and again. But the truth is, you are owned by the potter. It's not new. But you and I, <laughs> I I'm do the same thing. I forget and try to give him suggestions or thinking I have a, a better analysis, you know. And, uh, and I really, really don't and neither do you. It's pathetic the degree to which we spin our wheels and try to do this. Um, I want to say this at the beginning, uh, and I mentioned it, but in, it says now, now the end of the commandment is love out of a pure heart. I, I never, when, when I married Agnes Elizabeth, I was so overwhelmed with the gift that God had given me, given me that I, I just, oh, uh, beside myself. But with that, But with that joy, I, I soon learned that I, you know, I thought, oh, I really love this one. I didn't know what the meaning of the word was. Okay? And you don't either until you, you know you should, but you can't. And, and that's, that's really a big time wake-up call. I... I should be appreciative, I should love, I should be overwhelmingly giving, but I can't. And so this is where the Holy Spirit comes along, and I'll tell you right now, where you sit, you have more power coming your way than you can imagine. <laughs>
If you knew, if I knew the power that he wants to exercise, I, I, there wouldn't be any, you know, there, I would be crying like a woman giving birth <laughs> because of the necessity and the calling. It says many are called, few are chosen because they just don't believe. It is beyond our capacity to believe the goodness of what God has done. And I'm not going to go there. You should be now filled with it. But the end of the commandment is love out of a pure heart. Don't have it yet. Looking for it. But I have it as a promise because it's in the Spirit of God. And I've seen purity coming out of the likes of me, <laughs> which is frightening. You know? And you have too, have you not? You've seen the wonder. And the only time I've ever loved myself in the way that I should is when God was doing it and I wasn't. And a good conscience. And that, that's where the enemy comes in. And please, don't let him spoil uh, the, the imputation and the goodness of God because he wants to jam the circuits. You're waiting on the Lord. It, it never fails. When God gives me something that I know is essential, the enemy's a blocker. He's got static... He's got sound bites. Uh, he has the capacity to seemingly stop you. This is why in the Bible it says, don't throw away your confidence because, what? There's a great reward. And, and it's not your, it's not you, it's that you begin to believe and walk as Christ. And your bond is real, and you renew it every day when you can. You know. And if you miss it, you don't send yourself to hell, because you're not going there ever. Well, yeah, you're, you're visiting. You get, uh, it's like Monopoly. You've got to uh, go to jail, do not pass go. You know, if you're out there cheering for you, I'll guarantee you it's not going to be good. If you don't continue to go on as a son of God, it, there, you can spend years in hell. Nervous breakdowns, you know, sent all kinds of, of circumstances. And we know how we've done theater in a place like this. You know, the, the damnable pretense, you know, seems to kind of ensconces someplace and we thought, hey, nobody knows. Well, he does. All things are open and laid bare. They're naked. Uh-oh. And when you get that understanding, you don't mind telling God the truth. The Lord, I, I told you that I love you. I know that I love me more than I have. I, I do, I know I love it. And sometimes then I thought maybe I wouldn't even be able to get through this this morning because I felt like it was so good to show me you know, and cut that thing close. I keep saying, you know, he's a genius. <laughs> he doesn't make any mistakes. He doesn't take any direction. Even when they, they say stupid things in the Bible about him, 
you know, God repented because, you know, or like he's after you, he's gonna do terrible things. No, you do the terrible things to you. You take yourself right into hell because you're tested. And I wanted you to understand this because the times get worse and worse and I suppose in some degree they have for every generation. I just don't know. I think it's gotta be worse than any time. Turn to James 1 and please listen fast because I don't want this to be a uh, you know, religious marathon here today. I'd like to have God stack you up where you belong and I'm not going to be tolerant of any group meetings in the middle of it either, okay? Uh, James 1. Blessed is the man that endureth temptation or the test. Okay? For when he is tried and folks, you're tried every day and so am I. Oh. And the enemy zooms in and he makes it an ugly thing when, I mean, there's nothing more beautiful to me than seeing a father. I walked over and interrupted one of the brothers yesterday and he was having a conference with his son and I should have seen it, I didn't. And I wanted to get out of there fast because fathers and sons, it's a big deal when a child is growing up. Because you fathers are like God. Mothers too. And the, the circumstance of the test is, you know, trying to be a father is a great test. Yeah. And a grandmother, being a wife, being a husband. Anyway, when you're tried, you're going to get the crown of life, which the Lord's promised to them that what? Love him. And I, I think it has to be shown eventually. This is not a happy thought, especially for the self-centered and those of it that know our past. It's not a happy thought. To his promise to, to them that love him. I, it, that may be a long time under the hand of God on the other side. I don't know how many, you know, are, are ready. But I don't think the Bible's lying to us when it says clearly, many called, few chosen. And that chosen is those who come to the fullness. Yeah, we've got to, anyway. It says, let no man say when he is tempted, I'm tempted of God, for God cannot be tempted with evil, neither tempteth he any man. But every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. Then when lust has conceived, it bringeth forth sin, and sin when it brings forth death. So that's the hell, that's the hell you go to when you would rather have your own way for a while. God lets you have your own way. He does. But uh, there's, there's regret in it, and uh, so we, we need to know that. And we're talking this morning really about, <laughs> you're, you're in a, a laboratory here of, of parenthetical time when you and God, uh, he, he's, his hope is that you will be fully with him. And let me just say this to 
to the casual Christians if there are any here. I don't want, I, I don't know, you know, I, occasionally I see my own casualness. So please, I'm, I'm not, but can I say this to the casual? Please hear me for your sake. And it's this simple. If you're not offering yourself every day and say, God, I want only to do your will in my life. That's all I want. You're dead where you sit as far as progress. Okay? You're not going to go any further. I didn't. I thought I was. Hey, look at the information. Look what's happening. Hey, people are coming. And we can, we can be filled up with ourselves so much. And, and God, who's a good father, allows that to happen so that when we do come around, there's a care. And, and we don't, you know, it's like I was going to say today, did you start this morning by praying for your enemies? <coughs> I didn't. Did you? No, I think I missed that. I, anybody else miss it? Don't, don't, please don't say amen. <laughs> but where is, isn't that, isn't that somewhere in the Bible? Can anybody do that? How many, if someone wants to come up and give me a testimony, I'll take it right now. Because they think that's hard. When somebody hates your guts and they've said so, and they're working at you day and night, and you know that they're fueled by the devil, how do you do? <laughs> I'd have to say, uh-oh, <laughs> not so good. But in Christ, because you're in Christ, and you have a right to call on the potter, the maker of all things. He's made you unique. Nobody in the world has your voice, has your fingerprints. <laughs> I mean, even Apple discovered that even your eyes can open your, your computer. And nobody else can look in it like you. So that's what the potter has done. And if we're such fools, if we're such fools, and we have been, and you're looking at, you know, maybe, <laughs> I don't like to say, I'm not more foolish than anybody. Well, yeah, he has to brag about himself. Uh, but the point is, the point is, you, there's nobody like you. And every test that God takes you through is suited for you. The other day, I was just kind of sitting there talking to the Lord, you know, just kind of a slow day, and, you know. And, and he, he opened up stuff about me that I thought, oh, dear God. Why did you do that? hurt so much. I mean, doesn't it? Sometimes when you find out what a low, dumb, smelly skunk of a human you are. Well, be encouraged because when you see that, you don't want to go back to it. When you really get a picture of what you've been, I don't want to go back. There's some places 
I still have affinities for it, and I can't not stop. God is the only one that can stop me. Okay, quickly, let's go to First Peter 1. Verse 3, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy, yeah, has begotten us again unto a lively hope. You're saved by hope. Against hope, that's why you're the seed of Abraham, because he waited 25 years for something that was impossible in the natural. Okay? He waited. He trusted. And trust is central to us today. No matter what happens to you, trust that God wanted it. And I, I've, I, God's done some things to me, tripped me. You know, the, I mean, just the other morning I was making coffee. I don't even want to tell you. I made a giant mess. I spilled it all over me. And I, and I had to say to God, thank you, Lord. But, you know, it was one of those, I don't know if it's real or I'm pretending. We are theatrical. And woe to the actors in this hour. And let me tell you, if you, if you want to get there, if you want to get home, and you want to make it, you know, I, I was a sprinter and very fast from, and fastest kid in Long Beach for a while, uh, until some of the blacks moved in. Uh, but speed is not the program. God takes time with you. Whatever, however long it takes to bring you to the glory, you have it. And it's waiting for you. This is a tremendous promise. You've read it. Uh, let's see. To an inheritance incorruptible, verse 4, undefiled and doesn't fade away. The promise of your inheritance is there. When my father had an inheritance for me, he was vacillating between my sister and me, to, you know, who was going to be the, uh, yeah, and, and I thought, because he's very quixotic and a, a kind of a mafia type, and if, you, if he doesn't like you, you're done for a long time. And, and so I, I found myself in that vice a little bit, but God's not like that. He's not like that. His love won't stop. You know, you sell yourself to anything no matter where you go. His nurturing and kindness doesn't stop. We think it does. The devil says he does. And this is why I went several weeks saying the law of the spirit of life in you has made you free from the laws and death. You're not going to die anymore. You won't. You'll never die. And that's, uh, this is why I, I, mean, I knew that a long time ago when, when, when Jerry was dying of cancer. I said, Jerry, you know, I'm going to tell him. Can I tell him this, Jerry? If you don't want me to talk about it, I won't. But I'm going to tell him it's either by life or death. And he stood there and, he, and we talked about it. We still prayed for him. You know? 
And, uh, but you're not going to die. But you feel like you are if somebody takes away your music. You don't get your way on a Saturday afternoon. Or the boat's late and you're going to miss this. Hello? I mean... But it's reserved in heaven. The Bible said it's protected. You are protected by... Uh, it's like an army. Well, I mean, listen, you can look it up yourself. Who are kept by the power of God if you trust. If you don't trust that you're kept, you won't be kept. You'll wander and fish around and vacillate, be a couch potato, be indifferent and double-minded, and, and, and suck on the, 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 the breast of your lust and get sick of you. That's a promise. But, but, he's still not fit with you. He wants you to get tired of you. And say, if you trust me, I'll show you what you, what you should be. When people said, I, I had a lot of friends uh, and before I came in into his, and somebody said, well, Greer's up there. I don't know what he's doing. I think he's in a Christian group. He's, uh, you know, and, and he's not in any Christian group. If he's in a Christian group, I'll come up and see. And he, you know that Gary, some of you heard when Gary brought his daughters up. And he, he had come out of my Young Life Club. And he, he, he failed, you know, doing community. He went back and rode in the bus with the John Robert Stevens. Drank, drank about a quart of old granddad every day or half a quarter, whatever. And then he quit, and he was on his way to hell, didn't trust anymore, you know, disappointed. Then he went into, uh, and he, I told you, went to law school and became a, a juvenile court judge. And we're back, and I, I'm trying to get him to speak to you sometime, because he was vigorously, you know, drilling his way into hell, and he's not there anymore. And, and it's, when you see that, it's wonderful, you know what I mean? It's like you hear, a, ever, ever hear, go on YouTube and listen to some of the, the mafia guys who got out. I mean, what they did. They talk about murder as if they were hitting butterflies, you know. But they're, they're forgiven and they know they are. So you, you I don't care what a place, direction, that you have been in, or what you did last night, it's a new day, and the mercy of God is there for you, and your inheritance is protected forever. Listen to it. You're kept by the power of God through trust, under salvation, ready to be revealed, revealed at the last time. And then wherein you, are, you, you greatly rejoice, now, though now for a season, you know the line, we've laughed at it, if need be. How many people, please don't stand up, think about it though. If I said, all those who need to suffer for Christ's sake, say, please stand, well, I mean, everyone, 
we, we all know that whatever has come, we need it. Can you say amen to that at least? Did you get, you know, I've said one time, it slipped out in a, I might have been in a convention. I said, well, you're going to get what's coming to you, which isn't true. And they go, oh, no. Because we have a God who turned you in when, he, when you were born, and you could not do good. And today, even in Christ, you cannot do good and thank God's thoughts unless you ask him to give them to you. You know, I'm born again. I, have, I can prophesy. Yeah, that's good. I'm happy for you. But we still have to depend on him. This is a good one for you. Listen to this. 2 Corinthians 13. Because Paul, the church, said, prove it. Prove it that you're from Christ. Listen to this. In verse uh, 3 it says, Since you seek a proof of Christ speaking in me, which to your word is not weak, but is mighty in you, for though he was crucified through weakness, is that true? Do you, do you sense that as a true thought? He had all the backing of God, but he, he, he knew that he was on one mission, you see, and it was to the cross. And please don't forget that before he went to the cross, he had to ask God for help. Okay, this is the Son of God. He could not do this. He was totally dependent, just like you are. You sit there, I stand here, we are totally dependent on God giving the direction of where we're to go. Okay? For though he was crucified through weakness, yet he lives by the power of God. Yeah, God says, okay, after three days, you're going to walk. And he appeared to 400 people. People came out of their graves. I don't know, I don't understand that. There's never been anything written clear to me about it. But, but those who were buried got out of graves that day. Weird. Unusual. I bet that scared a few people. Did you, did you go over the graveyard there? Did you see what happened? You know, a whole different scene. If you're in heaviness, and I have been, Somebody called me the other day and I say, how are things are going? They're heavy. <laughs> and, and, and they have to be because God, everything he's doing is for your help. And, and the enemy lies and says, it's not for that reason. And, and, and David himself said, the voice of the enemy. And then he said, I felt so terrible I couldn't even look up. And so as, as, as we look at the day, that's, uh, but he says this, for we also are weak in him. Are you? Are you weak in Christ? Absolutely. But we shall live with him by the power of God that comes your way. That's how you're living. You're weak. You, you, you are not strong because you were born again. You're absolutely dependent. And that dependency will be there. Now, here's where the church goes wrong, and I, you know, 
<laughs> and this is where we've been wrong. We get a good idea and we say, hey, let's go for it. But good ideas, if God hasn't done them, won't help us. We don't go anywhere. Okay? It is a good idea right now that you leave here today and pray for enemies. You don't have to be named. I'm not going to name them. But we've got a couple. Maybe three or four. I, I know, we, you know there are things coming. So please ask God. God, let me love those who hate me and despise you. Because his love doesn't change. No. And you're not up to that. You cannot do it. I could have a little more volume out of that, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, if need be, here we Okay. But now, and then, and then he says this, and this is for you and me today. And take the, some time today, examine yourself. Take a, oh, give the Lord a half an hour, I mean, if you can spare it. Uh, examine yourself <laughs> whether you be in the faith. What are you going to do? It says, prove your own selves. Know you not your own selves? How that <laughs> the Spirit of Christ is in you? How are you going to prove it? Well, we know. Aren't you glad that nobody else knows? Huh? Aren't you glad that some of the stuff that comes by, you, it just, you can erase it and you can say, oh God, forgive me no more. And, then, and you know, though, though he, he's not going to hold anything against you, it's still wise to say, thank you, Lord, for separating my iniquity as far as the east is from the west. That's his kindness to you and to me. You know? and, and fathers, though your sons are under the law, your little sons, uh, pray for them and realize you do not know how to, to direct them as they're coming forth. But God will show you. But you've got to ask. A lot of the things you don't have today is because you have asked for them. I have a daughter and a wife who are very, very aggressive. Some, I mean, this sweet little darling will put her big purse up on a thing and say, I am a boom to ba boom to ba boom and I have ordered this, and I'm asking you for... And, and the, and the guys sometimes are threatened, and they'll respond. And you can't you know, do that with God, but if you don't ask it, you're not going to receive. If, you, if, you, if you're happy with the couch view, or the indolence, and the, hey, let life go on the way it then you will not get help. It says labor to enter into trust. How do you labor to enter into enter into trust, you say, God, i got to act on this. You know, I was in a situation several years ago, and I, it was all I could do to keep my fist 
beside me. I wanted, I wanted to lunge. I would, you know, and many times I, the enemy has taken me back and let me know what it felt like to put somebody on the ground because I had a good right hand when I could move. But I'm so thankful that God said no. Oh my God. But he's the only one that can curtail your drive and adventure. He's the only one. And yeah, if need be, I need it. You know, I've said this, I've repeated for our guest, I'll say this. I usually get up every morning, guys. And, and, and I thought, well, I wasn't thankful of my, you know, my body was talking to me. It doesn't like me, I knew that. I try to make friends with it, but it's over at a certain age. Is that right? I mean, you're the, one of the guys. How about that? Is that true with you? Yeah. Your body just gets up and says, man, I go, oh, I, that's not a thankful way to get out, Bill. <laughs> so I just start saying thank you, and, and did the hurt stop? No. Uh, and then a, an event came. And, and, and God shows you when you're, when you're griping and moaning and whining and looking at yourself and frozen in your own mirror, uh, I'd say, God, I don't need this. I don't need this now. And that's exactly what I needed. I'm just doing this for you too. These guys have heard it. They say, eh, they could sleep in between the time. <laughs> they heard. But, Whatever he does, gotta know it's good for you. But your confidence has a great reward because you know who stabilizes you. You know you can turn. And you're going along and you say, I've been a bastard all day long. I act like I didn't have a God. I was nasty back there. I, I cursed that guy who gave me the high sign in the traffic. And you can still go to God and say, Lord, please help me to make it through those times where, you know, I've said, I'd like to have a car with a big bazooka on the top. Then I could just go ba-doom-ba. And, and maybe just spray paint their car a funny thing that wasn't, you know, something to get people. But God wants that for himself. He says, vengeance is mine, because he knows you'll mess it up. But please understand, if you give him the capacity to get to those folks that need to be gotten to, he won't do it in your time, but he will do it. Okay? You are on trial. And I'm, I'm heading for a, for a close here. And there are some mumblers back there who are going to say, I don't know if he really has. He says that, but we don't know. Um, what did I just say? Somebody tell me. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he lied again. <laughs> anyway. One of the great things that is, that is here with us this morning is there are veterans who are surfacing. 
They're, they're coming to the top. And, and they're, they care, you know, regarding about the relationship with God. And, and so, so you know that I'm not lying to you. Uh, I'm going to go to, to a passage that, that it will be your undoing if you don't do it. It will be your demise as a progressing son of God. You will stay dwarfed or inhibited or stopped in your progress if this isn't a living reality and if you don't understand what it's all about, really. Because you are in a trial. And you, God wants you to be evidence while you're here. You know, and you, I'm sure at the end of the day, sometimes you say, God, I haven't been evidence for anything but just a mess that I am. He knows that, but he knows that you will bounce back if you, if you have that confidence. Okay? It's the assurance that God is with you and in you. Uh, and I've read this before. Don't go to sleep on me now, because this is right and important. And, and I don't know how many people would, could say I didn't do it today, but I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice. You are a sacrifice. It is a sacrifice. It is painful. And, and the enemy can make you believe that it is a great waste of time for you to ask God to take away the things that you love. Don't try to do this on your own. To, to leave this world and say, I'm not a... No, please. You hurt yourself trying to accomplish this. You have to say, God, I can't, but you can and when you say that, you, you need to act as though he has. Because he doesn't lie. And he may not give you the, the immediate victory. But the second part here is, is in, and it says, And be not conformed to this world. Folks, that's a big boy. And only God can take it out of here. I know that I shouldn't put my nose in the news. And I haven't really even asked God. I've prayed for what's out there. But I'm, I'm starting to say, God, will you keep me fixed on what you're doing rather than what it looks like out there? Because sometimes I, 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 I can weep for what I know our, our young, young people are going through, the 17, 18-year-olds. I mean, what the language there, the jobs, the, the kind of filthiness that's on the land. I feel like the devil has his foot on the neck of, of, of America and the whole world right now. And he's exerting all kinds of, of pressure because he knows his time is short. But, you know, there are people who still believe that maybe the next election will bring them something. No one knows. No one. And if you, if you love the world, the love of the Father is not in you. I've said it. 
Ask God to help you not love the world. I was, I cannot turn on Nana Muscuri. She's the most beautiful singer and I'm a Catholic lady. She's my age now, but she sings in about six or seven languages. I sat there, I know I spent 40 minutes just listening to her music and I think, God, I'm free. I'm not on some bondage. I'm not, oh, I did a terrible thing. Yeah, he listens to music. No, I'm just saying. We get sucked into stuff sometimes, and we need to have the Lord command our time. But we are free. You're not under some choker collar or an electric visor. Uh, you shouldn't have done that. No, that's not the program. Because God wants you to get tired of what he doesn't want you to do. So he's, he's a very, very, his elasticity is, is enormous. But if you're, if, and I, I, I don't want to uh, speak as though I know his every move, okay? Because he does surprise once in a while, doesn't he? Have you been surprised by God? C.S. Lewis was. He went along and he was surprised by somebody else's faith. And all of a sudden he felt empty. He was riding on that bus and this, uh, this guy that he looked to was smarter than he was and in the class there. And, and, and he started talking about the possibility that there could be a God and we don't know. And, and C.S. Lewis was astounded. He wrote about it in a book called Surprised by Joy. But be not conformed of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I have a new mind. I have the mind of Christ. I don't have the mind of God. I have to depend on the mind of God if I'm going to go forward and think the way I need to. And here it is. Please, those of you who have your Bibles open or remember it, that you may what? Prove. Prove. You are called, and I am called, to be living evidence that God is in me, and he's in you, and we move as Christ on the earth. Because everything is going to be Christ-oriented. The family will be a family of Christ. And I, I, I go by and I look at the picture, you know, and the other day I, I, was, I was over here, and I went by and I saw all those faces. And I thought, wonderful, I still, I want to improve. I don't want it ever to go down. I want it somewhere here if, you, if somebody, you, know, you don't have to, but I'd like it. You ever go by there and see those faces? Anybody, you know, it's kind of different, isn't it? I, you've got little heads on some and giant heads on others. They're just pictures, Bill. No, but they're, they're, they're sons of God. They're God's creation. You're going to have to, I'm going to have to get along with you guys forever. We're going to be with each other forever. And not just us, there'll be multitudes. There are thousands and thousands out there who are aching for the transformation. So you're proof, you're evidence, and you have to be proven. And the only way you can be proven 
is by the cross. Not how much you know, how wonderful your gift is. It's are you willing to die when God says, take my cross? You're not worthy unless you are, and neither am I. God help us. And, and again, I just, I'm going to say this. Uh, I'll read this to you. Uh, and, and please listen to it. Uh, and if you want a copy, I'll let you copy it or something. It says, faithfulness without temptation to infidelity is not true faithfulness. Okay? I'll read it twice. Faith without temptation to doubt is not true faithfulness. Purity without temptation to impurity is not true purity. So we have to be tested. And, and, and when we are, we do receive the crown of life. I'll read it again. Faithfulness without the temptation to be unfaithful, put it in my words for a minute, is not true faithfulness. You know, if, put it this way. That some nun says, I know I'm a loose goose, I, I don't trust me, I want to go to a citadel and, and live apart from all men or any desire. Let's pick on the nuns for a minute. You know. Or it could be anybody. It could be a guy. I'm going to Alaska, a wild guy who did this and that. I'm, I'm going to get away from all women so I can be pure. No, God puts you in the middle of produced temptation to see what you love. <clears throat> and, and, you know, how long does, he, does it take for him to show you that you're just in love with yourself and you're a part of the abomination that leads to desolation? When you're loving yourself, you're an abomination and you know it and you feel it. God wants you to get that so you're not happy there and you cross that line and you say, God, I'm sick of me. And you'll say it many times before it's over. Okay? <laughs> Without temptation to doubt, it's not true faithfulness. Purity without temptation to impurity is not true purity. I mean, that's clear enough, isn't it? Because God wants to see really what we love. And, you know, the, the, the best, some of, one of the best things about marriage for a woman or a man is in, the, in this marriage, because the Bible says that God is married to you. And <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't give me a choice in it. You know, he just called me. And, I said yes, but one of the good things about any relationship is your ability to, to say, Lord, I, I'm not up to this, help me, help me be the kind of a husband, the kind of father, the kind of wife, the kind of mother, the kind of grandmother. You know, I've heard grandmothers say, I love, I love those kids, but I sure like giving them back. 
What? And, and now across America, it's grandfathers and grandmothers who are taking care of little kids because the little kids' parents are in jail or drugs or divorce and little, you know, little ones are hurting themselves or dead, right. Uh, bow your head, let's talk to God for a second. Say something to him. I'll try not to interrupt for a minute and we're through here. Father, we do love you, and we haven't seen you. And we would like to, to be fully uh, committed to this love relationship and uh, help us not to, to back or to lack confidence, whatever you have before us today or any day. And be with those who are weak and afflicted and... and, and dire situations. Be with Warren, who was a brawling street fighter and now is encompassed with a body that's turned against him and difficulties. Touch him right now, we pray, Lord Jesus. And also to Kathy and anyone, all of us need uh, your touch. And give us this day uh, what we need to eat and what we are before you, for Jesus' sake we ask. Amen.